You are listening to the Give Me Five podcast, episode number 146, side B. podcast a bi-weekly podcast reviewing the things you love today and the things you might have loved yesterday and been completely wrong about that love for those things we are totally bi weekly we are not only do we release things on one week we also release things on another week means we're bi yes weekly Speaking of bye, my name is Damien, and I am joined by Teddy, the electric eel goose. Hey, guys. Yeah, see what I did? We switched it up there. Flipping rolls and Diamond Mark Whistlemaker. I'm not going on unless I get my 4,000 brown M&Ms. This is a side B episode, and we are going to talk about the 1988 heavy metal film Black Roses. And of course, we will answer our Give Me Five question of the week. Ooh. I get through the spoiler here. Uh, have you guys seen Black Roses? Not prior to this. No, no I'm talking about the listeners. Well, That's like a rhetorical like, thing. Uh, if you haven't seen Black Roses and you're really, really, really worried we're going to spoil something for you, driving, in it, they're like, no, Greg, be. I haven't. Exactly. That's, That's what, what they should do. Listening to your uh, show, dummy. So yeah, we're there's uh, we're if you get spoiled, it's not a big deal. So nah, you don't have to worry about that. It's you're good. Yeah. Let's get into this wow. bitch. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> man, I love hated this movie. That that movie yep, is yeah. Black Roses. It was released sometime in December of 1988. For some reason, I heard that was the actual worst day of December 1988. Whatever, whatever day, it was, day it was, it probably was. It was directed by John Fezzano. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yes. Now you saw I that did. too. I was like, oh man, yeah, I felt I feel bad. bad talking so much shit about this movie. But was it recent? Alas, uh, no. Oh, okay. No, not. Not like within the past couple of months or anything. The film stars Sal Viviano as Damien, Ken Swafford, John Martin, Carmine a pussy, <laughs> and Frank Dietz. Now, I looked up how to pronounce Carmine a pussy, and that's how you say it. Are you serious? You know who he is, right? Like, you've heard his he name before, He is right? a legendary drummer. Yeah. He played with Ozzy Osbourne. He was in Vanilla Fudge. I mean... He died in 2014, by the way. Not, not Carmine. Right. Carmine is still Summer. kicking them bass drums, sucker. He, he wrote the song, uh, the Rod Stewart song, If You Want My Body and You Think I'm Sexy. About himself. Which is pr- probably... Yeah. 
Rob, he was the drummer of the band. He was the yeah. he was the guy that actually looked a whole lot like uh like our, our He looks like Tom Savini, dude. Oh yeah, that's yeah. He looks like a buff a buff version of Tom Savini, like incredible Hulk yeah, Tom nice. Savini. I, Frank, I did recognize anyway. one person in this in this movie. And that was So did I. That was the dad yeah. of of the one guy. I was like, holy shit, is he a soprano? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, he sure was making his uh, film debut in this movie, which is really fun. Uh, Vincent Pistore. Vinny. I guess we're good. Let's just start there because I had that stuff written down. Uh, Vincent Pistore. This is he. uh, He had a a pretty crazy death scene, which you know there's gonna be some demons in this, which we'll get how they show up. (laughs) Super ridiculous, man. where, Where he's doing the typical. You know, angry dad, angry Italian dad thing where he's like, you know, only two types of guys wear earrings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he shows up and he's angry and screaming uh, uh, about pirates and uh, <laughs> the F word for gay people. And that he touches, it touches a record and it makes that very comical cartoon squish sound <laughs> that you've heard in every movie. And then, of course, a demon craw- crawls out of yeah. the speaker and uh, eats him. And somewhere, someone saw that and was like, this guy needs to be a mob well, enforcer. It, it doesn't actually eat him, though. It just latches onto his face like some kind of alien face hugger, and then pulls him through the speaker. Uh, yeah, he, he touches the, uh, the album, and uh, it, what struck me uh, all right. So what struck me so much about this movie that, that there were so, there was so much more evil music out there at the time. At right? that time. Uh, yes. the, the album itself just, it said something like it was by the mentors or something, but it had, uh, on the, the sticker for the, the vinyl, it said death. Yeah. Like, Big letters on it, yes. but it certainly wasn't the band Death, no. uh, founded by Chuck Schuldner in Altamont Springs, uh, the quintessential uh, band where I guess death metal really came from. Yeah, death metal came from Altamont it Springs. Sure He's not getting really? no, it. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yep. That's yeah, that's awesome. 100%. Yeah, uh, ben, yeah. People still go to find his childhood it's, home. It's very and, easy to uh, find. Uh, it actually looks. It's the same kind of Florida style as the house you grew up in. Actually, it's with like the like the the one store with like the little planner kind of thing up front. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've Chuck seen Sheldon it. founded the band Mantis in uh, in Altamont Springs, Florida. But <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so that death. Um, <laughs> the music in this movie was so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, let's let's uh so I was all in on this movie the second you mentioned it uh but it was in the midst of a uh, conversation on Discord. So other conversations were going on at the time. So I saw Black Roses and a clip and I didn't realize that was the movie of the week and then I went and watched the clip which was the the trailer and it starts off with your typical like fear metal music and like then the band shows up in this small crappy town like, the entire town looks <laughs> laugh out loud 
Yeah, and like the the town Nobody looks like the town really where is. where the uh, the Thor fight yes. with the destroyer happens, yes. like that one street. Yeah, it did. Yep. And and the, these Lamborghinis pull up, and like a comically large amount of metalheads climb out of the Lamborghinis. Yes, it was like, like a freaking clown car. Heavy metal clowns. Yeah. I'm like, and I even turned because I was watching it with Asian Jimmy, and I turned to him, and I'm like, "Do Lamborghinis have back seats?" And he's like, I don't, I don't think so. I think there was some very concerned filmmakers with their very small budget, hoping that the metalheads they stuck like on the middle console didn't scrape up the leather with their shoes on their rental Lamborghinis. Yeah. At that point. Watch out for your sequins, dude. (laughs) They get out feathered hair, feathered hair, little like, uh, what do you call those? Like little, Frills, like yeah, the leather, leather strings coming off their jackets and shit. And I was, and I was like, "Well, this is not the metal I remember." Now, we talked about John Fasano, the director, and I think here is the time where I should probably make note. And I don't think this is a surprise to anyone that watched this movie. Not a heavy metal fan. What? No. no. Get out your mouth. Get out of here. I did find bullshit. an interview with him. I did find an interview with him. He said that he gets asked that question a lot. He is not. He liked ACDC at the time. He did like three heavy metal themed horror movies. Yeah, that was because he knew someone that could get the rights to Ace of... This is not a joke. (laughs) He knew someone that could get the rights to the song Ace of Spades for his second movie, and it became a Hmm. thing. All right. Because that was... (laughs) But he, uh, he said that he was a big Billy Joel fan. Yeah, well, that's what's wrong with him. Rob? Rob hates everything. The, the theme of the week, of the past two weeks or this week and two weeks ago. But anyway, yeah, not a metal fan. You can tell because the metal in this movie is definitely the metal of someone who doesn't know what the life is. Not that I really do, yeah. but someone that's never been to a metal show or never hung around <laughs> people that are in a metal band. This is from this movie is directed from the perspective of someone who's seen a Motley Crue video on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They're like, okay, that's metal. All right. Didn't hear it. Didn't hear how great of a guitar player Mick Mars was or, you know, uh, Tommy Lee on the drums. No, just no. Heard what's on the radio. Tried to combine the two in some weird fucking mishmash of like poppy rock music with man of war leather speedo and it was just so weird like saw motley crew but heard richard yeah 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 and but i am a sucker for a movie that has as one of the plot points at the beginning a giant pta meeting full of concerned parents the whole think of the children type thing and this movie came out of course at the height of the pmrc which mm-hmm. to be honest usually don't talk about politics here although what you did here in the background was the democratic national convention which i was pausing so i could watch later uh back then i w- around that time i was a republican because i hated the pmrc which was started by tipper gore wife of al gore and they were all into censoring music, which, of course, blew up in their faces because as soon as you put that little sticker on an album, uh, 
that basically meant that's the album mm-hmm. you want to buy. Yeah, you saw the little black and white sticker. Oh, this one doesn't suck. It's got the sticker. It's offensive. Let's this get is that the one. one I want. And the only problem was, yeah, the only problem was that sometimes you had to convince your grandmother yeah, that it was okay. Yeah, yeah. my mom said yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's no, it's cool. I don't have a quarter. You can't call her. <laughs> my grandmother bought me an Alice in Chains album. My actually my first Alice in Chains album. But anyway, so it had that big meeting. I did think it was kind of funny and it very telling as to where the movie was filmed that the 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 school had a Canadian and an uh, American flag behind it because I do not recall any Canadian flags being in any of my my school no, meetings the, uh, or the anything film else. Film was actually shot in Canada because the tax breaks were uh, there was a better tax incentive. Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> and of course, the meeting was about this band that was coming, and you know that's it's going to be dangerous, and we got to keep the children from going to see the band. And the fun-loving, I guess, English teacher, right? He was like, he was the one that I didn't really know the character at the time, but he was the one that was like, "No, it's fine. Think about Elvis." The one that was that. questionably fine, sleeping right? with the student. Yeah, they hinted at it so many times. I'm like, "Well, is he or isn't he?" What? the hell is going on <laughs> yeah and we've already of course at this point seen the band because i didn't know what was going on but they show the band pretty much starts off the movie and they're i thought it was like a gore situation because they're all like have demon faces and stuff really Not, bad I couldn't tell if it demon face like yeah <laughs> i didn't know if it was supposed to be like war or if it was supposed to be makeup like or if it was supposed to be like them as actual I just demons, right? Laughing. I mean, it was, they were bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the creature effects in this movie were bad. The oh, the only thing that was legitimately metal was like one of the characters had an Iron Maiden T-shirt. I noticed. Yeah, I, I mean, because the um, the the black roses. Uh, shirts were their logo was cartoonish i mean they were all wearing these black roses shirts with this like goofy looking skull on them so nothing about this movie was metal like when they they so black roses comes out and they play for the pta and they're like oh you know this is fine Oh yeah. Or no, they didn't play for the PTA. No, they were playing the concert at this point at a high school. With a dude in a tux looking through the window, by the way. Well, no, th- well, this is, a- I mean, uh, we're getting into Black Rose's other concert here where mm-hmm. there are some uh, okay, adults in the crowd and they're like, okay, well, this isn't bad. Cause he's like my hometown and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, okay, well we can leave the kids now. They're fine. There's nothing bad about this. And then all the adults walk out of the room and then the lights go down and Damien takes off his little stupid ass. His white suit or whatever. Yeah. And he's wearing (laughs) fucking this cheap ass Randy Rhodes man of war like leather get up. And then they start singing even like shittier music <laughs> like, I expected right. them to, like all the all the the adults walk out and he's like all right this next song's about shooting blood out of your c-. and like, 
which is actually uh, a, a, a medical condition that Jimmy's dealt with. No, it is a, a corpse grinder quote from Cannibal Corpse off one of their live live albums, live cannibalism. But you you expect them to be like, oh fuck yeah, or, or like the scene in From Dust Till Dawn. The guys are playing, and then it like you know the shit hits the fan, and they're all like playing body parts and shit. But you get this. And you're just like, this is not metal at all. There were bands like Death Out at the time. Venom, Slayer, as much as I don't like them. Dude, never. Thrash was Thrash. in its, like, in its sil- the Silver Ages yeah. of Thrash at that point. Speed Metal Thrash, you know, Death Metal was in its infancy, but Death Metal was around. You could have gone so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they I, certainly weren't driving Lamborghinis. No, definitely not. All of like just just to put it out there for you guys, my notes were: dude's hair is featherific. Mm-hmm. Um, the the again, love the feathered hair so much. Dumb. I've been to way scarier concerts. He, Least metal. He metal almost kind of looked like David Bowie from Labyrinth, didn't he? I, I was bit, trying. Yeah. Yes, yep, he absolutely did. Or Adam Curry from MTV. One, both, basically both did. of those. Um, I wrote, that's the least threatening evil band I've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But at so, least there was strip gin. I guess there was a body <laughs> slam in there at some point. Johnny was like 40. Yeah, that happens in those movies. Kid. Either, kids, either kids looked way older back then than they do now. I think or- he was actually 37. Yeah, I don't get it. I think the other the one of the funny things is back then people didn't people do not take into account the complete distance that the jocks and the metalheads and the rap kids had from each other. Yeah, because it was still happening in the nineties, and like there's that one scene where they're like getting free mm-hmm. stuff, and the jocks are like beating up the metalheads for the free shirts or tickets or whatever it was. Yeah, and I'm like that wouldn't no. happen. They wouldn't fight it for it. They would beat them up because you have long hair. You're gay. Yeah. Like they would. Yeah. So like people don't, that was like one of the craziest aspects of that time. Like you didn't hang out with the hit, the hip hop kids. You didn't hang out with the, the pop kids, you know, it just didn't happen. Uh, I uh, thought that it was really funny when they started postering the town. With like and just where they're putting shit concert posters on door. Yeah, like I, I talked about this earlier with Rob, I believe that I collect concert posters and I would love if bands randomly came up and stuck concert posters to my door. Uh except for that one, which really was basically just the headshot of a the glamour actor shot in the- <laughs> uh Damien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It just showed up on someone's door. Oh, that concert's coming. Like there's a lot Sal better Viviano's, ways to- uh promo shot that he submitted when he got this role. <laughs> it's just ridiculousness. Um, so what, what is the basic plan of this band, Jimmy, since you brought us to this movie? Um, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, one. There's a lot of that yeah. recently. Uh, hey, you know what? This one was far more entertaining than that shark shit show that I made us watch. It, I mean, it was entertaining. It was entertaining like the shark movies were just bad. Like, 
bad, bad. They knew, like, they were just bad. This was... Were they bad? Yeah, really bad. Um, this was bad in a funny, bad kind of way. Um, in that the director was so out of touch with, uh, yeah, I, I know I'm sounding kind of like a metal elitist here, but yeah, I kind of am. Um, the, their, what they're, they're turning all of the, <laughs> The, the band's goal, their objective is to turn, uh, convert all of the, uh, children of the towns that they visit, um, to turn them evil using music, music right. so that they go out and commit petty crimes. I guess because after they've influenced the town, they're just like, eh. it's like the violence in, um, psychomania. They're like, is it the violent oh, yeah. inherent in the system? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, let's go and knock over a rack like of Johnny's idea <laughs> is to like paint a small portion of the street. Let's paint right. this town red. And I'm like, that's not what they mean. It's just a figure of speech, you moron. <laughs> and grabs a can yeah. of paint. So am I missing something there, Greg? Uh, no, 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 yeah. no, you're not. But I'm going to bring something up here. Uh, that is almost the exact plot. Of the G.I. Joe episode that came out on December 2nd, 1985, three years before this, the Cold Slither episode, in which the Dreadnoughts form a metal band and try to brainwash the children into committing petty crimes. And and what was... Don't eat your vegetables, kids. What was the deal with that kid that wanted to (laughs) dance like on every pole that he came across? Johnny? Yeah. As they're walking down the street, he's running from pole to pole and just like freaking jumping up on him and swinging him around him and dancing on him and shit. I'm like, what is they were like, what the hell is hey. going on? They were like, maybe that's an allegory that he wasn't able to be they himself. They were like, hey, kid who's never heard a metal song in his life, act metal. He had only seen uh, he was just running around that was what music was going boobs, 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 or something, you know, like or they, something. and hanging on poles like like he was in Singing yeah. in the Rain, yes. Paint the town red. I'm gonna go commit a misdemeanor, break into the store so I can paint about six feet of the street red. <laughs> Such a Canadian thing to do. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize. He probably said sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. And then eat shitty bacon. Yeah. And I love Canada, man. But after the the shark movies from Canada, and then the then this, I don't know. I have concerns. Uh, so you said you said boobs multiple times. I got I got to talk about boobs. 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 This is a boob heavy movie. If that's your thing. But I swear so, to God, at some point I'm gonna make you guys this. watch Zapped. Oh no. That, that's going to be nah, nah, we'll see we'll get there Never heard of anyway okay. let, let's the i saw an interview with the director i listened to an interview with the director and he was talking about working with the producer i guess and the producer told him to cut out a certain part of the movie and i guess it was a date i'm assuming between johnny and someone and it was like a 20 minute scene which i'm kind of glad they cut out but he was like he was in love with that scene because oh it took so long to to film and this happened and that happened whatever you know it was just falling in love with your art when other people are in control of what's visible and what's not is usually not the best idea mm-hmm. but 
when he cut it out, because he was so good about cutting out that scene, he actually, they told him to cut out 15 minutes. He ended up cutting out 20. And because of that, the producer gave him more money to make the shot. And one of the things that he took and did the money, like if I got more money and I was making a horror movie, like it would go to the effects, right? Or maybe like another jump scare Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or something like that. It went to that scene where the girl was rubbing her own boobs for uncomfortably long. That's why I was like, like, usually we don't, we're not that type of show where we're like, oh, boobs. But like, that's the scene you're going to add. The scene that was so uncomfortable that there was literally boobs on my scene. And I was timing it again because it was as uncomfortably long as the last movie we watched with something like that. It was like a third as long as that, but it was still uncomfortable. Wow. And then it became like a stepfather porn movie almost. And then like, Ugh. and the guy was like, I can't kiss you. And then wraps his hands around her waist. I'm like, that's not the way you can't kiss somebody. That's not, that's not you telling this person. Yeah. No, this is super weird. And then it got weirder, yeah. but at least a little more in line with the rest of the movie when he, she became like a demon creature. Right. She was, she was the one that became the demon creature. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because I was, I, I kind of missed, I always end up missing stuff because I was typing the notes of well, what I and, literally just said. And I was, like, I what? was confused because the, the one who I thought turned into the demon, I thought was the lead girl. I thought she turned into the demon at the teacher's house and the teacher stabbed her with like a stick or something and killed her. And then he went to the cult, to the cult theater or whatever, where everybody's gathering back. and she was there. I'm like, wait a minute, fine. didn't he just kill you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine what, uh, nor do I want to. Somebody's like, Hey, I got, I got 20,000 extra dollars. I'm going to have a, a high school girl rubber boobs in the mirror for like two minutes. You're just like, right. What? I mean, this is so like, was that 20,000 extra dollars? Cause it didn't cost that much money to film that shot. Maybe the equipment, but like, was it like, Hey, we'll give you $20,000 to take off your shirt and just rub them. <laughs> that, that, is that so it? weird? There was a couple other scenes. I I think they extend they the demon climbing out of the the speaker scene might have happened. And there was one other scene that they mentioned that was um that did seem out of place when I when they mentioned it. But I just thought it was very very interesting use of uh, the extra money there. Yeah, I, mm. <laughs> the. So they do this thing that Jimmy said, right? They turn all of the kids into this in the city into hoodlums <laughs> that are yeah. casually breaking like, things and you know not eating mm-hmm. the broccoli and doing whatever other bad kids do. <laughs> and like, really, I guess the hero of the, the who's the hero of this? The yeah, English teacher, I think right? So it's questionable, but I think it is. Yeah, like. What's funny is you watched it first, Rob, and you're like, oh, I think I fell asleep. Well, I I think I started to fall asleep towards the end. I was like, "Uh." but I had also watched it late at night and all that good shit. So no, 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 I'm not. I'm not criticizing you because at the time I was like, how could you possibly fall asleep with based on what the trailer was like heavy metal silliness and demons and monsters and, you know, feather hair and Lamborghinis Mm -hmm. and shit like that. And I fucking (laughs) fell asleep. Yeah. And this is probably the same part somewhere when the most boring part of the movie is when all the kids are being crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought 
certainly that. And when Damien reveals his true form, which is the <laughs> most ridiculous looking tan toad monster. It's about four feet tall. He somehow got shorter when he turned into a monster and it's the most boring <laughs> fight scene ever. Uh, he just kind yep. of, there's obviously like limited movement, like almost like he couldn't bend his arms at the elbows or the person they had in the suit didn't have elbows, but he just kind of, kind of loops his arm around just very slowly. And it made contact with mm-hmm. the English teacher. And it's just like, what? The, the like hero you, is you wake in up the three hours of- later and you're like, uh-huh. Oh, I didn't finish this movie. What happened? <laughs> he in the middle of the fight scene, the hero is like pouring a gas can. Oh yeah, nobody notices. Nobody notices and shit. the entire like, crowd. He's he's like right there at the side of the stage. How does nobody see him? I don't what is going on? And then he starts like splash, splash, splash. And I'm like, nobody hears that. And then eventually the guy It was the a guy small turned, stage. Yeah, too. it was like he was standing like three feet away like from him. Community th- like they they filmed it at like a community theater stage at like a library somewhere. So it would be like the type of stage that they would put on like Clifford, the big red dog or something. <laughs> and it's like the guy's right there at the corner of the stage, sp- splashing I'm gas like, everywhere. F- I'm like, like in my mind, I'm like security, S- security. Anyone? No. And then okay, of course cool. there's, yeah. And then of course the, you know, the all out war between these brainwashed kids and, uh, the dude yeah it is uh it the fight as you described it and as it was it reminded me of some of the fights from the original star trek series where the people couldn't quite move very well yeah there was a nut shot though so it did have a, a lovely little throwback there to uh to monster yeah, squad the nut shot but you see the costume just kind of folds up where he kicks them in the balls. Yeah. There aren't balls there. And then he jumps off the stage right afterwards. He crowd dives off of the stage into the open aisle. I noticed if you noticed that, like he didn't try to get caught by anybody. He jumped onto the floor. (laughs) And then the movie's over. (laughs) Surprise. uh, Which movie's over. And nobody gave a shit. Yeah. And it has this one of the good old eighties horror uh, I'm gonna say jump scare, but it wasn't that scary. Where you see that the the band didn't get really defeated, they're just gonna play a show in New York. They've sold out <laughs> Madison Square Garden for four nights in a row. You're like, no, they didn't. Yeah. No, no, they didn't. <sighs> Maybe they'll be able to get an extra Lamborghini for the rest of the Ooh, band members. I don't know. I mean Carbet Carmine, as you say, a a pussy. A pussy. A pussy. A pee. That he's about big enough to put, to wear a Lamborghini like it's a shoe. He's yeah, a, big a big dude. dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He actually did the music. He, did, he yes. Um, curated the music. Uh, but he, for those of you out there, they're like, I know that name. Uh, he was also in, he was in Vanilla Fudge, a band called Cactus, uh, the Michael Schenker group, which was kind of an offshoot, I think, of the Scorpions, right? Sure. But he's he's a Good dude. Yeah. He I'm looks like sure. a big metal dude, but he Whatever. actually started off as a jazz. He, yeah, he, he, <sighs> he does a lot for charity and he's a good dude, you know, but just in a, yeah. a very unfortunate role to just. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And he had a lot to do with this movie, um, which is kind of interesting. This guy, the director, John Fasano, has done two other movies that I'm going to make us watch at some point because yep. we hate ourselves. Uh, and that's, that's really that's it, which it, is man. weird. It's uh... So uh, should they remake it? Sure. Yes. Should people see it? So uh, what is it? Remake, revival, or rest in peace. Um, yeah, you can remake it. Sure. I feel but, like I feel like there's a story here. It just needs to be reworked. Well, I think that they can, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, the music I listen to is more evil, but uh, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to Venom today. Like, it 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 would be cool. If someone took the, like, the feel of We Summon the Darkness, which we talked about inside A, uh, but took that story and actually, like, used, like, an evil band or, like, an evil-sounding band that drove people crazy or something like mm-hmm. that, instead of this, like, white snake bullshit that they had in there. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flex my producer-slash-director chops here. What I would I would like to see this would be interesting. I don't think like I've not chops. seen anyone do this. Two chops are good. Two directors. I would like to who who's a good slice of life like everyday kind of director that that handles like small town character pieces well. Not sure who that would be. Some some director that handles that well handle the first part, and as soon as that band starts playing, I want it to be the second half of the movie to be directed by the dude that did Mandy. Panos Kalchikos. Or even yeah, like I a wanted to get, Robert Rodriguez wanted. could do the whole thing. That'd be good. Yeah, because he can do like yeah, like if, and then he does crazy shit. So. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, like something like that would be great. Good character, good good creature effects, good stuff like that. Actual metal music. Yeah. Maybe maybe get some metal bands back in the spotlight. Do nice. it. Use some actual heavy metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I think that takes us uh, through the movie. It takes us the through Black Roses, which you don't need to see. I think it was, think it was made for like $400,000 just to get into budget, because I know we always mm-hmm. kind of talk about that. It's like $400,000. His previous movie was like $50,000 budget. There were, um, apparently, they got the extra $20,000. There were 20, definitely 000. more comedic moments in this movie that make it kind of worth the time to watch it, it as opposed to the shark movies from last week. But... Yeah. Um, Ultimately, I mean, I really think it's something you can you can skip. You don't really need to. If you're a fan yeah. of true heavy metal, you can hate watch this with your friends. Oh yeah, absolutely would love to watch this movie. Would have been better it watching sure it with friends. Been. Although Rob and I would have probably fallen asleep, cuddled up next to each other, like back to back with our yeah, heads scraped. Would have been, been nice. In the pool or it, something. Mm-hmm. It's not. It it has happened in the past. Where both Rob and I have fallen asleep, snuggled together on the couch by accident. Not so much of an accident. My wife, my, my wife walks out of the bedroom, just shakes her head, walks back in. Because that brings <laughs> us to our question of the week here on Side B. And that is going to be, what are your top five heavy metal movies? Not including documentaries. Mm. So... It just the only kind of rule with this one is it's either a movie that embodied heavy metal was centered center around heavy metal, 
maybe the characters in the movie were in a fake heavy metal band. Actually understood what heavy metal was. Maybe oh, their heavy metal song could uh could save the world. All right. Was it okay, because I was thinking it was more like um heavy metal music, basically. Or that featured heavy metal music. You're, you're okay. going to be fine. You're I, absolutely fine. I've, I've got a list. I'll be throwing out movies, y'all. I've, I've got more than five. So if you all disapprove of one of my movies, I'll slide something else in. All right. Let me okay. go ahead. I'm not comfortable with that word. Oh, I'm either. totally going to slide it in. anything in. Giggity. <laughs> all right. I will go ahead and go first. <laughs> like, and set the tone. And maybe answer some of those questions for you, sir, as to what are heavy metal movies and what not. What are not. My number five is going to be Beavis and Butthead do America. Okay. My number four is going to be the bloody, disgusting, uh, produced film Heavy Trip. You don't know that one. You mm. should check it out. It's awesome. Number three is Wayne's World. Number okay. two, Bill and Ted. But my number one heavy metal film is going to be the best mockumentary ever made. Mm. I know that one. That is this is Spinal Tap. Absolutely. Yep. Fantastic movie. So that does it for my list. Now we do have a couple of listener lists that I'm going to run through here, starting with our patron of unusual size. You can find out how to support the show at give me five podcast.com and patreon.com slash give me five podcast. This comes from Alec. His number five is going to be Wayne's World. Number four, a movie with uh, Keanu Reeves in it as well. River's Edge. Okay. Number three, Mad Max Fury Road. Pretty heavy metal. There's some weird demon thing playing guitar on the front of a badass vehicle. The Boofs. I think it was like the Boof Soldier or something like that. The Doof Soldier, yeah. Number two, this is Spinal Tap. And number one, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He loved the soundtrack when he was nine. Mm. I have another list. He is. And that is from. He's younger than me. uh, I have a list from Jewels as well. Pretty good ones on here. His number five is going to be Deathgasm. Okay. Uh. Number two is Metallica's Through the Never. I've not seen. I like that movie. His number three, although technically punk, is Green Room. Well, he's a bit of a punk, so. Uh, see what I did there? Number two, Knights of Badassdom. Mm-hmm. And his number one heavy metal movie is Tenacious D and the Pick, Pick of, of Destiny. Destiny. Yes, a nice. very metal movie. Man. So I was such a huge fan of Tenacious D, and that movie fell so flat for me. I need to see it again. 
I was, I was, I mean, I was, ex, I was into I love Tenacious D. Love their music and the the movie. Mm-hmm. I've been singing. In fact, I've been the singing movie, it all week. I was week. just like, eh. Yeah. Same with like I was, I was looking forward to that, and I was looking forward to the uh, Adam Sandler Little Nicky at the same time, and that one really that one fell flat terrible. for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm going Do now. It. A movie not mentioned yet. Movie okay. not mentioned yet. Might be controversial. I really enjoyed Detroit Rock City. Okay. Really right. did. Uh, it was. A, I don't know if you, did you guys either see that. It was a basically some kids on the way to a Kiss concert. I could care less about Kiss. There was a lot of Ted Nugent in that, and I hate that fucker. But I just like the the interplay. I think it had uh, it had Edward Furlong in it. I believe, if I remember correctly, and uh, uh, what's your face from Russian Doll. <laughs> Also, if I remember correctly, I might be wrong on that one. But anyway, True Rock City, right. number five. Uh, the Dirt wasn't on my list at first. It it went in there. It bumped off Rockstar because the movie Rockstar was actually the guy left being a rock star in order to go be a acoustic grunge playing dude that played uh, acoustic grunge. So, yeah, but anyway, that was the Dirt number four. Enjoyed that. Bill and Ted number three because I was more of a Wayne's World guy. That was number two. And number one, Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. This Spinal Tizap is uh, this is Spinal Tap is where our my nice. number one light lies. Well, I guess that leaves me. Yes, sir. Jimmy, do you have a buzzer? So we can buzz Rob every time he picks something that's um, not heavy metal. I, I have full confidence in Rob. It, okay, I'll make mouth buzzing. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and he likes that. At number five. I'm going to put a actually an animated movie that ruined our childhoods, and that's going to be Transformers. The soundtrack to Transformers actually was fairly heavy, if I remember correctly. There, there was, uh, I believe, some Stanley Hagar on that. If I remember correctly. Are, are, we'll are you buzzing it? me, yeah, Jimmy? We'll accept it. We'll accept it. No, it's your question. Stanley Hagar is just he's the guy Fieri. He's not metal. He's of, hard rock. Uh, oh, but there there were others as well. Of rock and roll. Yeah, I'll accept it. It's pretty fucking metal. All right. At number four, at number four, I'm going to put Evil Dead. Mm. No. Jimmy? No. See, I thought I was safe with that one. All right. What's heavy metal in Evil Dead? The background. I mean, it's metal. Yeah, but it's not metal. Okay, all right. I I, I thought uh, the background music was kind of, but all right. Um, it's weird that I understood exactly what Jimmy yeah. meant there. It's metal, but it's not metal. Yeah. The Matrix. No. See, I'm I'm terrible at this. <laughs> all right. There was heavy. There was like metal in it. But go ahead. What else? Even that was more techno. Okay. Very electronic. Oh my god! I thought I wasn't gonna have any. All right. Um, He's gonna be like, babe. Yeah, that's the one right there. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Number one in all our hearts. All right. So I've got two that were scrapped. What about um, Spawn? Yes. That one was built on a soundtrack that involved metal bands and electronic bands. So I'm actually going to say yeah, yes. Yeah, it had a... And, and I'm pretty sure Satan was in it. 
badly designed. Yeah, and and there was a Atari Teenage Riot Slayer song in there, which, uh, Into the Death. Um, pretty awful. So, right. Dindy Dink, spawn sure. number four. Yeah. <laughs> Got really on four. My number three. <laughs> God, I hope this one fits. The Crow? That's what she said. Wasn't he a guitar player? Who, the crow? Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he was a guitar player. He was in a he was in a metal band when they, they figured out that he was the crow because he had they took his his shot, his band shot and drew the, the lines yeah, on sure. the outfits. All right. Oh, the soundtrack. It has we have to say us also or else uh, a wrestler friend Ooh. will beat me to death. He's gonna cut a promo on you next. Crack a jack. Yep. I'm Jack right. bigger than Minion you. All right. Well, then I'm safe because my my next two have already been mentioned, and that's going to be Bill and Ted at number two, Never. and this is Spinal Tap at number one. Hell yes. Nope, nope, neither of those. No. You shut neither your whore no. mouth. Sorry. It is a whore mouth. Okay, guys. Good list, everyone. I like this <laughs> list. Except for, except for the couple on mine. I, mean, I still like those oh, movies. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You sure. mentioned movies I enjoy. I just as as metal as Evil Dead was. It just yeah. If Ash had yeah. a guitar on his arm, then I would have said yes. Mm-hmm. But that does it for side B of episode number one hundred and forty six, guys. Thank you so much for sticking around and. And listen to us uh, three super heavy dudes talk about some fun stuff. It made us sound like we were fat. <laughs> we rock. <clears throat> I had I had some moments in quarantine with some little Debbie Swiss heavy cake rolls. Greg and the boys. Might be larger than I was. <laughs> I might be larger than I was pre-quarantine. Uh, so next week, Rob, you I got do. the pick. So, uh, how can people reach us and well, all that fun stuff. You can email us directly. If you have any questions at the, give me five podcasts. No, I'm sorry. Give me five podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at give me five pod. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for the, give me five podcast. And I missed one, one way in there. What was the one I missed? Just go to our website. Yeah, okay. Give me five podcast.com. And as always, guys, please, if you you like our show, leave us a review. Uh, Let everybody else know how much you enjoy our show. If you don't like us, don't don't leave a review. We don't want it. Don't tell us. (laughs) Just just forget. Forget about it. (laughs) We're we're fragile. We are. Delicate ego. But it helps other people find us, and and it helps us stand out. Just made fun of we just made fun of some shitty movie for an hour and if someone's like yeah they their podcast is okay we're <laughs> oh god why quit. and also guys if you are interested in supporting us in any way you can either become a patreon or you can also look at some of our merch which is available on give me five podcast.threadless.com we've got some great designs up there you can get some t-shirts and some other things i think has threadless started selling masks yes yeah, they have, but I you have to be oh. approved at the moment well, for them, and I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if we're there yet. But thank you, thank you all you people that just bought some stuff. We've I've, we've seen awesome movement in the the shirts. Um, I think the 
the GI Joe shirt has been pretty popular, as well as the regular logo shirt. Uh, the farts shirt had some. Had and some I get compliments well. every time I wear that shirt. By the way, every time I wear the farts shirt, I get compliments on it. I got to get a farts shirt. I gotta get one. I don't have one yet. Yeah, if you do have so, the fart shirt and people say, hey, that's really funny, say, you know, these guys made it. Or, uh, you know, we appreciate it either way. It it, it helps to, uh, uh, helps us yeah, do this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. we, we've been, exp- we've been able to the, the support from the store and through our, our patrons to, uh, to have more space to do this every week to put out two episodes for you guys. So uh, thank you so much. I mean, your, your support is directly supporting the show and Greg's support of wikifeet.com. I know what you do, Marcus. Look, (laughs) wikifeet.com. Is that a thing? I'm not going to click it. I refuse. Quit acting like you don't know. I'm on my work laptop right now, so I, I'm not going there. They, they're already going to be concerned that I looked up so much Satan <laughs> stuff today. No. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, and this one goes to 11. As for the shopkeeper and his son, that's a different story altogether. I had to beat them to death with their own shoes.